European Hearts Journal Issue at a Glance Volume 37, Issue 33 Focus Issue on Heart Failure by Editor-in-Chief Professor Thomas Luscher From Heart Failure to Transplantation Genes, MIRNAs, and Biomarkers Over the past three decades, lifespan has increased by eight years, to which cardiology has contributed at least six years. Among the therapeutic measures introduced, effective drugs contributed the most to this success, as reflected again in the most recent ESC guidelines on prevention and heart failure management. Drug development traditionally focuses on only one specific indication, and other possible applications are often left aside. In a current opinion, reincarnated medicines using outdated drugs for novel indications Roberto Ferrari, from the Azienda Ospedaliero Universitaria di Ferrara in Italy, reminds us that the development of new drugs has become very challenging, as well as a lengthy and costly process. Of note, the majority of development programs with new compounds have had to be stopped prematurely due to futility. For every drug that makes it through the discovery and development process, and finally to the market, thousands of candidates have failed, and huge investments have dissipated. Currently, the overall cost to develop a new molecule ranges somewhere around $1 billion. The development process encompasses 10 to 15 years from target selection to approval, with an overall failure rate now approaching 95%. Thus, Novel indications for approved drugs may offer hidden opportunities. There are numerous examples of compounds that were eventually tested in other indications and provided novel treatment options that have been previously overlooked. A condition in which drugs are of particular importance is heart failure. In their clinical review, Biomarkers of Renal Injury and Function Diagnostic, Prognostic, and Therapeutic Implications in Heart Failure, Dirk J. van Veldhuizen and colleagues from the University Hospital Groningen in the Netherlands note that heart failure guidelines suggest evaluating renal function in every patient with heart failure. Specifically, it is advised to calculate glomerular filtration rate and determine blood urea nitrogen. The reason for this is that renal impairment and worsening renal function are common in heart failure and strongly associate with poor outcome. Renal function, however, consists of more than glomerular filtration alone and includes tubulointerstitial damage and albuminuria. For each of these renal entities, different biomarkers exist and may aid in the diagnosis of renal dysfunction for risk stratification, or in therapeutic decision-making. However, while these markers may carry prognostic information, although not always additive to establish markers of renal function, their role in predicting worsening renal function is limited at best. More importantly, none of these markers have been evaluated as a therapeutic target, nor have their serial values been used to guide therapy. The evidence is most compelling for the oldest parameter used, i.e. serum creatinine, as a result of calculated glomerular filtration rate, but even here the evidence to guide therapy is only circumstantial. 
Although many new renal biomarkers have emerged at the horizon, they have only limited usefulness in clinical practice until thorough and prospective studies have become available. For now, routine measurement of novel renal biomarkers can help determine cardiovascular risk, but there is no role for these biomarkers to change therapy to improve clinical outcome in heart failure. A novel and promising technology to study mechanisms of disease in individual patients, and particularly in rare diseases, are induced pluripotent stem cells, which are increasingly used in genetic diseases such as long QT syndrome and other arrhythmias, obesity, or cardiomyopathies, among others. In a timely EHJ brief communication, ALPK3-deficient cardiomyocytes generated from patient-derived IPSCs and mutant HESCs display abnormal calcium handling and establish that ALPK3-deficiency underlies familial cardiomyopathy. Paul Lockhart and colleagues from the Murdoch Children's Research Institute in Melbourne, Australia, identified a novel homozygous truncating mutation in the gene encoding alpha-protein kinase 3 in a family as a likely cause of cardiomyopathy. The authors performed detailed clinical and genetic analyses of a consanguineous family, identifying a new alpha-protein kinase 3 mutation, which undergoes nonsense-mediated decay in ex vivo and in vivo tissue. Ultrastructural analysis of cardiomyocytes derived from patient-specific and human ESC-derived stem cell lines lacking alpha-protein kinase 3 revealed disordered sarcomeres and intercalated discs. Multi-electrode array analysis and calcium imaging demonstrated extended field potential duration and abnormal calcium handling in mutant contractile cultures. Thus, the current study provides genetic evidence suggesting that mutations in alpha-protein kinase 3 causes familial cardiomyopathy and demonstrates loss of function as the underlying genetic mechanism. Alpha-protein kinase 3-deficient cardiomyocytes, derived from pluripotent stem cell models, recapitulates the ultrastructural and electrophysiological defects observed in vivo. Analysis of differentiated contractile cultures identified abnormal calcium handling as a potential feature of cardiomyocytes lacking alpha-protein kinase 3, providing functional insights into the molecular mechanisms underlying alpha-protein kinase 3-mediated cardiomyopathy. Heart transplantation is the ultimate treatment option in patients with severe heart failure. While effective, it requires extensive surveillance of patients due to the risk of organ rejection. In their paper, Clinical Usefulness of Gene Expression Profile to Rule Out Acute Rejection of Heart Transplantation, Cargo 2, Johan van Haker and colleagues from the University Hospital of Leuven in Belgium evaluated in their Cardiac Allograft Rejection Gene Expression Observational 2 study, known as Cargo 2, the performance of gene expression profiling for rejection surveillance of heart transplant recipients. Blood samples for gene expression profiling testing using Allomap, CareDx, Brisbane, California, were collected during post-transplant surveillance, 
and the rejection status was based on histopathology grading of tissue from endomyocardial biopsies. Based on 938 paired biopsies, the gene expression profiling test score area under the receiver operating characteristic curve for distinguishing more than or equal to 3A rejection was 0.70. Depending on the chosen threshold score, the negative and positive predictive values range from 98 to 100% and 2 to 5% respectively. Thus, the Cargo 2 gene expression profiling score has a high negative predictive value and limited positive predictive value. The choice of threshold score for practical use of gene expression profiling testing should therefore also consider overall clinical assessment of the patient's baseline risk for rejection. Circular RNAs are RNAs that are covalently closed where the 3 and 5 ends have been joined together. Although not much is known about them, they, much like RNAs, most likely serve non-protein coding functions and therefore provide novel insights into molecular mechanisms and may be used as biomarkers. In their basic science manuscript, A Circular RNA Protects the Heart from Pathological Hypertrophy and Heart Failure by Targeting MIA-223, Grain S. Gorman and colleagues from the Institute for Transitional Medicine in Qingdao, China, studied the molecular mechanisms of cardiac hypertrophy and maladaptive cardiac remodeling as an early event in the clinical course of heart failure. The authors showed that a circular heart-related RNA acts as an endogenous MIA-223 sponge to inhibit cardiac hypertrophy and heart failure. MIA-223 transgenic mice develop cardiac hypertrophy and heart failure, whereas MIA-223 deficient mice are protected from hypertrophic stimuli, indicating that this MIA acts as a positive regulator of cardiac hypertrophy. The authors identified apoptosis repressor with a caspase recruitment domain, in short ARC, as a MIA-223 downstream target to mediate the function of MIA-223 in cardiac hypertrophy. ARC transgenic mice showed reduced hypertrophic responses. Further, a heart-related circular RNA functions as an endogenous MIA-223 sponge to sequester and inhibit MIA-223 activity, which results in increased ARC expression. Heart-related circular RNA directly bound to MIA-223 in cytoplasm and enforced expression of heart-related circular RNA in cardiomyocytes, and exhibited attenuated hypertrophic responses. These findings disclose a novel regulatory pathway involving heart-related circular RNA, MIA-223, and ARC, which may provide an attractive therapeutic target for the treatment of cardiac hypertrophy and heart failure. The editors hope that this issue of the European Heart Journal will find the interest of its readers.